my cold green tiny twist pretzel. What's up, everybody? I think we are live. Cantina Mex Podcast, episode 182. What's up, Bob? How's it going? Cubole, chiquis, right here enjoying the Santos versus um, energy drink for the Conca champions. And um, just recently, crisis averted because New York was shocking the Santos Laguna. They were beating them 2-0, which had the Global at 2-2. And if they were to score one more goal, um, Santos were going were gonna to be forced to score two more. But they just took the lead right now. So for the next 20 minutes... Um, I guess I have 20 minutes left to try to, um, yeah, conquer champions. Yeah, it's about big news, I guess. Uh, in addition to these games that are coming up for uh, actually Copa Mex, Pumas is playing as well. They're up against uh, Maradona and his. Uh, his team. Ah. Actually, they're up 2-0 now on Autogol from Maradona's team. And the Copa MX. We also have some exciting Copa MX tomorrow. Some uh, Tigres plays later on. And, That's right. And we got the uh, national team call-up. Yes, Tata released his first, his very first call-up. Um, the big omission, of course, has been Carlitos Vela, <clears throat> Charles Candle, and there's already the speculation, of course, if if he's gonna be a part of of um, you know, the new proceso. We did we did see that when when Tata was in Los Angeles promoting the the Mole tour, that he he met up with um with Carlos and they had a coffee and a talk. So who knows, man, he might just be, the season just started, you know, for in MLS, for LAFC. Um, so he might just be letting them, I guess, get in top shape. Uh, Cause he also left out Marquitos Fabian. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, that, that's my best guess, I would say, since the season just started for them, that Hope oh, and Santos just just yeah. scored their second. Uh, they tied the match 2-2 and Global 4-2. That was a nice goal, man. Santos was like the first half, like they were asleep, and then they remembered that, you know, it, it's just a real game. So they they've been playing pretty good. Uh, but back to La Selección. Um, wait, wait. Did, did you see the manager for Energy FC? He looks disappointed, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he almost did it for 45 minutes. He thought, you know, the big upset. And it's like, no, no. Not today. Yeah, I think got nutmeg, that defender. Ouch. Uh, where was I? Where was I, uh, Chiquis? I forgot, man. This oh, the MLS, no MLS call-ups. 
Oh, yes, yes. Well, yeah, the MLS season. Yeah, MLS season just started. It's only been two games. Uh, Bella, of course, has been on fire. In his last match, he, what was it? He had like two or three assists and a goal. Uh, Fabian, the opposite. Fabian started his season with, um, with he, where is he at the Union? He scored a goal in, in, off a penalty in his, in his debut game. In his, in his second match, he missed the penalty and then he got red carded. Uh, but at least he's playing because he had been injured. So at least he's playing. Um, but yeah, that, that's just, that, that could be one of the reasons just that these players are just, are just getting warmed up. No, uh, I don't think so, man. You don't think so? You you no. think that? I think Tata. Like, I think uh, I might have to praise Tata for this for this uh, decision. Oh, oh, I think, I think he realizes. Okay, there. Aimi Vélez, Fabian goes to. Okay, Ouch. These, these are companions. Where was Fabian? He was in Germany with uh, another guy by the name of Carlos Salcedo. Yeah. Uh, Fabian goes to MLS. Salcedo goes to. It gets kicked back to uh, Mexico in Liga MX. No, no, well, but see, but see, Salcedo wanted to return. Okay. It was it wasn't and so Fabian much didn't. that 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 he didn't he couldn't find a team, which that was Fabian's case. Fabian couldn't find a team in Europe, and it looked like he was gonna get frozen out. They had even take, taken away his number ten, you know. Well, they both uh, come back. Like number. They both get rejected from Europe. Salcedo. Salcedo <laughs> did not get rejected, right? He, Salcedo. He, he chose to return. He, well, I, that's he, what I'm saying. He, he got rejected because he chose to return. Like, no one's going to, are you going to go to Europe and, like, say, no, no, but, but rejected, well, rejected is like what happened to Fabian. He got, where, okay, he got spit out. Where, got spit out. But, no, man. He, 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 uh, <laughs> He had family problems and he wanted to. Oh shoot! Another goal. Oh god dang! <laughs> oh god dang! Santos. Yeah, this oh, is like man. when you're like wrestling with your little brother and you're just letting him win, <laughs> and then you like, you're not letting him win, but you're letting him, you know, like think that he has a chance, and then you just body slam him. Yeah, Santos just woke up, man. This this could look this could turn ugly, chickies. This this could turn oh, ugly. Eightieth uh, minutes, you get ten more minutes. Now they're not going to care, man. They, they after after you score that much, you you win the game. They're gonna they're gonna pull back a little bit now. I don't know, man. I, I mean, if you're FC Energy drink, you're gonna want to. I mean, they do. They just need one more goal. So I I think you know. They gotta go all out, but they just look thoroughly outclassed right now. No, I need Vélez. I need you. You said the chickies. I, I need Vélez. That's what um, I'm saying. Also, I need Vélez. All right, but I, mean, I don't, don't want to get cut off, cut up <laughs> on this, on this discussion of, of no, I who's a up. reject okay. And, okay. and who's not. Well, no, um, that's, I'm getting to the point though. I'm getting to the uh, to the point of the call up. What was that? Oh goddamn, dude! Goddamn, <laughs> this is it. <clears throat> yeah, I was telling you this could get brutal, and they just scored another goal. Man, this is turning in. Yeah, ouch. 
Yeah, that was a really one. nice goal. They shot it yeah. from far. Four to two now. Santos just they just powered up, man. And this guy shot it from the halfway, from from behind, from behind the media luna, man. Okay. The goalie was caught offside, napping. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> I I would have liked to be at a bar, dude, right now. Filled with energy FC fans, you know. I was at a I was trying to find a bar this whole you time. You were trying to find one. But you're in Vegas, Chiquis. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, you you're not likely to find fans. You, you wanna go and where there's fans, because not you're just the guy where they're watching baseball and you're asking the bartender if he could put one of the TVs. If we could put salsa on one of the TVs. They, all the TVs have basketball or whatever. Hey, uh, so like I was saying, <laughs> um, Carlos Salcedo got called up, which is an indication of what I was sort of talking about. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really surprised that Vela not getting called up, even though he did really well. Uh, there was a there was a thing Tom Marshall talked about saying that um, he heard or something about that Tata already knows how Carlos Vela plays and is familiar with his, his role in the team and didn't want to call him, which is which he he didn't really agree fully with. But uh, well, the other big play, the other big um, omission yeah. was that chickies. Oh, We're getting up. hacked again. Um, the other, yeah. the other big name missing is is uh H Hector Herrera, and it is is said that he asked not to be called up because he's about to get his uh, European Union passport. He's been living in Portugal for a long time now, and he's gonna have Portuguese citizenship. So. That's the big talk that he's going to have a passport. And then I think for the, I think it's the summer, the summer transfer window, he will be, I think maybe playing in, in, you know, I've seen Roma and I've seen Atletico de Madrid. So who knows? Serie A or La Liga. But it looks like he might finally, finally leave the nest. So I would say those were the two big names missing from Tata's list. Yeah. Hey, continue. I, I got to take a call real quick, but uh, continue uh, discussing. I'll be right back. <laughs> Man, abandoned again. Abandoned. So God damn it. <laughs> someone else. All right. I got this. Right. I'll do a I'll quick. Back. I'm going to do a quick recap of of Liga MX match week 10 and how that's shaping up. And then hopefully Yon or Chiquis will come back and we continue with Mi Selección. So the results for this past week, uh, Clausura, the Clausura 2019 season, Jornada 10. Uh, it's uh, Veracruz tie with Santos Laguna, 2-2. Two to two. And this was at El, El Puerto Jarocho. No, ese puerto. And then Atlas losing again 
this time to Cruz Azul. Uh, people saying that it was a bit of a lifeline for Caixinha, who seems to be on the on the on the cuerda floja. And then we had Pachuca with a big 4-0 win over Cholos. And so this one match we were looking forward to just because both teams seem uh, quite evenly matched. And so it's it's a tough loss, I'll say, for for Cholos. And uh, should be a bit of a boost for the Tuzos. Uh, America bounced back with a 1-0 win. Uh, they haven't been looking as strong as, as they should. But uh, we've seen it before with teams that reach the final. They always seem to struggle the following season. The stat is that 60% of the time, teams that reach the final uh, fail to qualify to the following Liguilla. So, and, and we've been seeing that with both Cruz Azul and America who have been struggling this season. Uh, but I say the quality is still there. And they both are going to put up a, a big fight. And then we had the big, the Clásico Norteño, which ended in a 1-1 draw. I was at the Stadio Vancomer. And then another draw between Necaxa and the Diablos Rojos of Toluca. And this was the first match. Uh for La Volpe as, as uh, you know, his return to football, he returned to, to Toluca where he had coach before taking over the Selección. So El Bigotón, you, you say, I, I could say it was a good, a good result given that they played away to Necaxa and Necaxa has been when a, a pretty feisty team. They've been pulling some surprise results here and there. Uh, and then Chivas and Querétaro, uh, scoreless draw bit disappointing for Chivas who've been they've been um, they've been losing their edge they were one, They were at fourth they were at fourth place once now they're at eighth which could easily be next next or now they could be on the outside looking in as far as Liguilla's prospects are concerned and then Pumas tied with Morelia 2-2 two to two. and then finally Leon who are they're the new league leaders, and they beat Lobos Buap, way match. And that has been impressive, being coached by Nacho Ambriz, and this was their seventh straight uh, win of the season. So that's lucky seven, took them all up to first place. So I'll read the, the tabla right now, Leon, first place with 23 points, which they're tied with Tigres, but they have a better goal differential which they have a plus 17 um, to Tigres 11, and then Monterrey a third with 14, and Monterrey has 22 points. So those those three have pretty much separated themselves from the pack. Um, and then in fourth, you have Pachuca. Finally, uh, we were talking about how it was a big win. <laughs> that 4 zero took him to a plus one goal differential. And then um, America, they're in fifth now with plus three goals. They're at 16 points. So Pachuca, uh, Pachuca in fourth with 17, America with 16, and Tijuana as well at 16 points each. 
and then seventh place you have Necaxa with 15 and in eighth Chivas with 15 uh, points as well which uh, you know they're in eight in eighth and um 12th place Lobos Buap they have um 13 points so I mean they, they could easily overtake one of those teams so even Lobos despite their defeat uh they're still in, they're still in the fight as well. So I'll just continue. Uh, Santos is in ninth with 15. It's it's a four way draw with 15 points from seventh all the way to tenth. So seventh Necaxa, Chivas in eighth, Santos in ninth, Cruz Azul in ten, and then uh, and then we have Puebla man who are 13 points. So even them because. 13, one win there at 16, which, you know, that sixth place is Cholos at, with, with, uh, 16 points. And, uh, Cholos has a minus one goal differential. So it's, it's a pretty tight race. Uh, where except that Lobos Boab have minus five. Uh, so yeah, there's that bit of a cushion there. Uh, you got over the table? Yeah, I'm about finished, man. Okay. Uh, te la perdiste, yeah, te la perdiste, chiquis. Um, <laughs> and then, so uh, 13th place Toluca, 14th place Pumas, uh, in 15th is Chaflas, 16th Monarcas Morelia, Veracruz in 17th, and then uh, dead last is Querétaro FC, and that's that's the tabla right now. So next week is going to be pretty hot. We're already match week 10. So there's seven games left in the season, and yeah, it's it should get intense. Just just how, just because there's not that many points separating a lot of the teams, and and some of the movements made recently with coaching, and, uh, you know, we we talked about Bigotón going to Toluca, which was just pretty it was a disaster. And and they have a decent squad. So and then Bigotón is is he knows you know he, he knows his way around the league. So th- th- that's going to be a team that's going to start just being more difficult, as well as Gallos Blancos, who who had like what was it like um, seven straight seven straight defeats before before uh, Bucetich came in, and now under Buse. They're beginning to well. They haven't lost, you know. They they already managed four points in their last two games. So some of these teams, because yeah, we did see it's been seven teams that have changed coaches. Uh, but I'll say those those are two of the main ones. Uh, Atlas also changed coach. They have Leon, Leonardo or is it Leandro Cufre? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it matters. Atlas is still gonna suck. Um, just because they like that squad. They're just like one or two lesiones away from just hitting hitting a critical point. Orange alert. So, uh, Cheekies. Hello? Yeah, yeah. You left again, Way. Um, uh, yeah, you have the list. Uh, or I have the list, too. You want to go over the, over the call-up? Tata's first... Convocatoria for the games against Chile, which is going to be in San Diego, March 22nd, and then against Paraguay uh, in Santa Clara, California on the 26th. 
four days later, man. Um, and uh, hopefully, Profe Cambiarayas and and me will will we'll be attending the game at the uh, the San Diego game. So uh, yeah, that'd be cool. What happened? That would be cool. Yeah. To go to, go to the game. Um, yeah, I, th- I like the lineup. I think it was pretty good. Um, there are some complaints that some complaints that I saw on Twitter, but I think they were just joking around and stuff. But um, it sort of would have been nice to. I mean, I don't. I don't really care. Like, I'm, I have no problem with Vela. It's sort. Of, I mean, I think Vela deserves. But it's just one game. They're just barely starting. Two games. Like said. Two. two. Two games. Or two games. Yeah, it's just two yeah. games. So uh, that they have in MLS so far. So I, I don't have a problem. And this is just a mole. I mean, these are just friendlies and stuff. Um, but it's good to get a post World Cup action going. You want to go over the one by one the list of. Uh... Yeah, well, let's start with the goalkeepers. Okay. Um. Okay, hold on. I don't have a list that has him like. Uh, I, I, I saw Pern was really excited about Jonathan Orozco. Okay, Jonathan Orozco. He said. Uh, He's a former. Rayados. Rayado. He's Santos though. He's Santos. Uh, oh, that's right. He was playing right now. Yeah. Okay, so you have Orozco, and you have from Chivas, Cudiño, young oh. keeper there. And then even younger, we have the Veracruz keeper who we were, you Actually, know, we've been praising. That guy's in the U20, in the, in the U22, though. We have Ochoa. Wait, he didn't get called up? Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't get called up. I'm, I'm mixing, I'm mixing my, my list, cheekies. Your ages. God dang. Yeah, so he's in the U22, which that's a, that's an interesting list also. That's, that's going to be a good. Uh... Well, I think him and Macias are, are the two big names. But let's, let's stay with them. Um, you just read the list, man, because mine's is pretty, it's pretty okay, jacked yeah. up. We have I got a pirata list. Wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, with the keepers. So the keepers. Uh, Orozco, 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 Cudinho, Ochoa, and yeah, Ochoa. Well, we haven't heard much of Ochoa. You know, it's like people gave up. Every transfer window, every every rumor, and now it's like, and, and no one's talking about him anymore. Yeah, he's a no. lock, though. No, he's, he's but you know, with Selección, Ochoa is, is, you know, Ochoa could be playing Cascaritas, man. He could be playing backyard football, and I'll still call him up to the Selección. He's just one of those players, man, that once once he puts on the the, the verde, man, or in this case, the black, he's he always delivers. He's a mailman. He always delivers. So, okay, decent, you know, I don't think you could ask for better. Yeah, those are good. And then so on the defense, <clears throat> I guess there are some, some complaints we can have on the defense. We have Nestor Arajo, Miguel Layun, Cesar Montes, Hector. That was Montes. one of my favorites. Yeah, Diego Reyes, Carlos Salcedo. Diego Reyes is the surprise to me because he he's just been very inconsistent and I don't know how he keeps finding himself. 
in the selection, man. Yeah, some people don't like Moreno anymore. Oh, he's been got, pretty got, quite injury prone. <clears throat> yeah, we got these young guys, these these machos coming up, man. We got Salcedo, we got Montes. Like, well, Salcedo and Montes, they played together in the in the what was it, the last Olympics? Uh huh. And they they look good. Alvarez is monstrous is uh, monstrous on the de- defense at our home. Uh, we got Leon who was kicked back from uh, he was spit out from Europe. Also, oh, he decided <laughs> to return. Like you decided, decided to return because you know he couldn't. Money, no man, he got a fat, got a good payday, man. Well, that's okay. Not to, not, to, not to deviate, but Cristiano Ronaldo. When uh, when is he going to return to uh, MLS? Or that he, like the the top players, the quality players, they go and they make money in, in Europe. They t- they tell the, the European teams to pay them money so they don't have, ever have to come back. That's that's part of my point. But anyway, Layun, you know, wasn't worth it as much, so he came back, or he could make more money, which is what you said. So did Salcedo. Um, Jorge Sanchez, do you uh, – I don't know much about this dude. Yeah, me neither. I never heard of him. Uh, so he, he was called up. Uh, he's an Americanista. Oh. And Dos Santos as well. Jesus Gallardo. He's been, I mean, he's been, he's been pretty well, and I, I don't know if he's looking at the Gallardo, Pizarro, and Monterrey have, I think they've been playing okay. Gallardo seems to stand out a little bit more from what I've seen. And then Andres Guardado, like the, sort of the old-timer guy coming in there. And Gallo, uh, did you mention Gallo? Because he's, he was uh, completely erased by JCO. For being for being too short, man. Oh, and Luis Montes. Yeah, well, that's that's the big team up right there because they were both at León and and they were they had an excellent partnership. Uh, you know, it was and and along with with Gullit, those three guys they were phenomenal for a while. And then, um, well, Gullit sort of took to the bottle and. Just disappeared. I think he's in second division Poland or something. And and then Montes, you know, he's he's still at Leon. He's he's part of the big resurgence now. Um, and then uh, and then Gallo went to Chivas where he won a league title, and then to Santos where he won another league title. So he's he's always been a beast. So I, I don't call him Gallito. I call him Don Gallo. Okay. Don, uh, why? Gallito's like what you call a little kid, man. It's like, do you remember those cartoons? The the, the um, Falkhorn Leghorn. Yeah, and yeah. you had yeah. you had that you had like the little chicken hawk. Just <laughs> 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 trying to act all tough. Yeah. And to that, when they say Gallito, that's what comes in mind, but. Gallo's proven, man. Proved himself at the World Cup. Three league titles with three different teams. He's Don Gallo, man. He's 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 grown. Yes, yeah, so we show him respect. Yeah, so that's that's true. So they yeah, <laughs> on there. 
Another another dupla is uh, Eric Gutierrez and Chucky. But Chucky's Chucky's oh, that's the, right. on midfielders though. We got Victor Guzman, uh, uh, Pachuca as well. Uh, Linus, the youngster, Carlos Rodriguez from uh, Monterrey, and uh, Alvarado. Uh, that dude's been like going downhill, in my opinion, from uh, Cruz Azul. Maybe maybe along with Cruz Azul. <laughs> He's just having a hard time. Chaka, Chaka Rodriguez as well. Yeah, Chaka. Well, Linus obviously is going to be the main attraction going in. Uh, even though, even though, uh, well, I think between him, is Jimenez called up? Yes, he is. Yeah, Or J9. So I think, yeah, Jimenez and Linus are going to take, are going to take the spotlight. I'll say Jimenez right now, just because he's been, he's been phenomenal right now. He's just, he's just been his form with Wolves. And he's said to become the highest transfer for any Mexican uh, ever, something like 40, 41 million or something like that, which uh, the, the Wolves is set to open up the coin purse and buy him. So, He's been lighting it up. Yeah, man, with, with him lighting it up and then Linus, people seem to have forgotten about Chucky, man. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, Chucky's kind of getting... Erased right there, man. Uh, he had like an injury, and and then it's like he's falling out of favor, and he's he's no longer a starter. Well, Gutierrez hasn't. He uh, he paid it off earlier than Chucky has, but uh, I think I think part part because Raúl is in the EPL. Which is a little bit more uncommon. Niveles. For a Mexican, yeah. Not that wolves, <laughs> not that wolves are like a top EPL team or anything, but uh, but still PSV. You know, PSV Mexicans know PSV. They've been at PSV. Uh, Chicharito and, and Corona have been quiet. They're, they've been called up also as well. And then finally, we have uh, uh, we have some Chivas, uh, well, Pizarro, Monterrey, and then Alexis Vega. To round it off, uh, finally achieve us in the in the call up. Um, yes. As well as Isaac Brizuela, who yes, those are the two. <laughs> Sorry, those are the two. Achieve us. But Chivas had to pay for him, though, I guess. They had to pay for to they have a seleccionado. Yeah, to have a seleccionado because <laughs> Vega was doing good and wanted and, and and everyone wanted him called up when he was uh, when he was lighting it up with uh, who was he with before? Who? He was with Le. Le was Alexis Vega? Yeah, Alexis Vega. Vega, Vega, I mean Vega. Vega. He was with Toluca. Yeah, Toluca. When he was yeah. lighting it up with Toluca, people wanted him called up. But uh, now that he's with Chivas, he finally gets, well, time time played well, its role for him to get his chance. Tigres, Tigres, uh, Tigres game against Dynamo is about to start. Oh, shoot. And looking by the attendance, the Stinger fans taking it hella serious, Chiquis. They showed up in full force. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was two for one or half off, but it's well, these guys, man. That's just Tigres fans, man. That's Monterrey. They, they always go. They always – they have a different type of uh, loyalty to their team, even when they yeah. suck. 
they're whatever. doing the lighter or the phones or whatever, and the stadium looks pretty lit. What channel are you watching this on? Did you switch channels? Of course I did, man. I'm on Univision. Okay. Do you have I, it in, in where you're staying at? I think I do. This is HD, man. But I got an old TV, so it doesn't pick up HD, dude. It, it's grainy. It's grainy. I'm being a CRT. <laughs> it's got uh, bunny ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this, this game should be exciting for Degas, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like the call up. I think, uh, trophies, a lot of people complain that trophies wasn't, uh, trophies? That's, what? That's what? That's what the hell? Why are you bringing up trophies? That's are you trying to summon Yon? I was being, the guy was being, uh, it was our man, uh, Regal. He said, he said, he trophies came. <laughs> uh, he injured, I think. Wait, why isn't Regal here, man? Persico's missing. I invited him. I invited everyone this time. I know, and he's, he's been boycotting us. Yeah. I think he, it was Almeida hate. I think kept him out. I hate Almeida got some good burns on the... On Hugo? On the goat, Hugo. I, I saw it. I saw it. That was pretty savage, man. <laughs> that, that was a pretty savage. Uh, Hugo was asking him something about uh, if his representative is having a... You know, trying to bring him back to Mexican football. Promoter, man. Promoter. And he's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he told him about Real Madrid. He brought up the Real Madrid. He threw the salt, man. Yeah, he was salty. He didn't like it. Hugo was just having fun, man. He was smiling, and, and uh, Matias was all, like, serious face, all grumpy looking. Well, I think it was inappropriate to ask him that because he just started. He only has two games, and you're asking him already about he's trying to come back. It just undermines what he's doing at... With, with MLS, you know, with, with San Jose, was sort of like if he's not taking that serious, which I know he is. So, I mean, that's just, this is one of those questions. It's almost like, was he trying to troll him, you know? Yeah. Wait a second, man. What, what's going on, Chiquis? I might not have a uh, this yet. Oh, you're still, you're looking for the game. <laughs> <laughs> this TV is like all slow, man. I'm, I'm going through the, I'm scrolling through the channels and stuff. All slow. Like Chivas TV or something. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he, he just, uh, he just did a pretty good. So, there was a discussion about uh, America. Well, the Monterrey team, Tigres is playing. Chiki, I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I was, I was, I was having a discussion since we had, we're, we're at a pause, sort of. 
I'm going to bring up a different topic. Okay, what, what was that? I was having a discussion with a little, what's his name? It wasn't Ivan, it was little, uh, that guy's name, we had him on our show. Little hat trick? Little hat trick. Yeah, he was saying that uh, America is a big team. Uh, sort of defending the, the idea, I forget who, who commented about uh, the Monterrey teams just being, being, being high quality in the Mexican League for the past few years. Yeah, like, yeah, the past 10 years, I'll say. And, and he sort of, like, didn't agree um, to the extent, but I think he was going back, like, all-time history. Because in the past 10 years, or even the past seven years, I was telling him, uh, Monterrey, even though Monterrey has only won one title in the past seven years, so has America. Uh, and then he was bringing up, like, Copa MX titles and all this stuff. Yeah, but, which, you know, which, which were from way back when. Well, no, I think in the last seven years, uh, they may have America. Well, he, I think he was saying that they still won some Copa MX, but I was like, uh, get us leave Copa MX out of it. If we if we add up points for the whole last seven years, which I think I saw a website, it might have been Liga MX that, that does that. Uh, Monterrey is just like I bet you Monterrey and Tigres are like way ahead, especially Tigres because they won. Uh, no, America's still up there. Uh, they are up there in points. They they are one of the top teams. Uh, they're very consistent. I'm sure they're up there, but I, I don't think they're uh, they're as up there as Tigres and Monterrey. I think in all stats, Tigres and Monterrey are above like the America and, and Chivas in the past. Oh seven. no, I think it was Cruz Azul and America. They were patting it out, Chiquis. and we're That's missing the, our yeah. statisticians right now. The Jones oh. and the Rons are not here, but that I could okay, be pretty sure. But they will they will they should be up there, man. They should be up there at least top five, both of those teams. Yeah. Uh they're not historic teams since since some of them just you know compared to like America that's that's going you know, it's ninety something years or it no say yeah, they they're a hundred, I'm sorry, they're a hundred. They celebrated their their centenario not too long ago, um, so yeah. Compared to that, they're not they're not they haven't been in the league as long, and and a lot a lot of these teams got restructured around the the nineties, late nineties. So that you know, it's 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 they're they're fairly young, because uh, that's the one thing we forget, and, and we always say it here, how how uh, a lot of these teams have undergone changes in management, uh, changes not, not in management, in ownership. You know, like, like Chivas got bought out in 2002. And, and so, you, so Chivas went from being a club with actual socios to, to being a, a, like a corporation and then they're owned, they're owned by Vergara and, you know. So it's, it's kind of the same with, with these teams that, that like, when FEMSA and CEMEX came in and they took over those teams, you know, so it's, 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 I dropped, I dropped my thing. (laughs) I dropped my mic. Um, Yeah, since they came in, but 
But as far as Copa MX, here, since it, it just got relaunched, it got relaunched in 2012, and uh, America has not played it. They have not been in a final, I should say. Of course, they played it. They just have not been in a final. And it's it's not like a, you know, it looks bad, but part of it is uh, certain teams don't qualify if they end up too high in the in the league, in the, you know, during the year because they have to play Conca, Conca champions and whatnot. So that's that's been a big reason uh, that America has. You know, and it speaks for its 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 consistency. So yeah, I don't know why Mr. Hattrick brought up Copa MX. They do have a lot of those cups, but they're from way back. They're yeah. from way back. Since 2012, they've yet to play one, which is a big reason they're taking it serious. Uh, they're taking this 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 match serious, and, and they're going to play against Chivas. So this week is going to be doble clasico because teams uh, America Chivas playing each other for for Copa MX, and then they're facing each other for the league. So that's that's going to be exciting. Um, Piojo already, Piojo already put some excuses <laughs> about he has to line up uh, juveniles. But that's he's a playing Chivas, right? man. He's playing Chivas. Not like he's playing Monterrey. Huh? That was like a week, uh, two weeks ago, though, right? Was that related yeah. to Chivas? No, well, because he was talking about how he has to play with youth because of the rule and all that. So, so he's he's um, sort of like saying his team is not as strong as he he would like it to be. Mm. Well, they're like I like I looked at the stats. I think America's like the top team with uh, most <laughs> youth minutes. Oh, for the youth so minutes. They, so they've yeah. So they've uh, I guess they're following the they're sticklers to the rule. Where okay. other teams like have very few, like very few minutes. To, like even on the let me let me bring it up. They have like good stats here on the uh, on the IMX website. Oh shoot! Oh, Tony, I can't find it. Yeah, I was looking at it last time during the podcast. During the podcast, they had a. Uh, like the requirement and how many uh, and how many teams are are close to the requirement. And it looks like America's doing the they're trying their best to to fulfill the the minutes for youth requirement. But of course my website's also Well, if it comes up, I'll bring it. Uh, savage tweet by a, a New York uh, Red Bull fan. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> he said, we live in a world where Howie Mandel is rich and famous and Bill Hicks is dead. Of course, some team with a-holes that yell homophobic chants would win this. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag RBNY. <laughs> so so Does, he's, he's I, rustled. He's rustled the Tigres. He's rustled, man. They're still with that, huh? Yeah. They're still with that chant. They're still hating on the chant. 
uh, this is a New York team that were who uh, apparently there's some. Uh, yeah, and Energy FC. Energy they, FC. They are, yeah, they're owned by Red Bull. Yeah, but uh, apparently, or is it Energy? It's not Energy FC. There's a, there's an NYFC, right? Or is it yeah, well, it's because Red Bull is an energy drink. So Energy Drink no, FC put it. No, but is no. There, isn't, isn't there another New York team? Yes. Uh, so so uh, we just call it like that in jest. So yeah. Red Bull, Red Bull, New York, and that used to be they used to be the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. So they got bought out by the Energy Drink, and then Chelsea. Was it Chelsea? Pretty sure. No, not Chelsea. Um, Man City. They have the same colors. I'm sorry, Manchester City. Uh, they they um they put the second franchise in New York. NYFC. Okay, so those so are the two teams, yeah. I think that's the one that's had they've had some issues with uh, apparent oh, white supremacists in their uh, in their stance. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they had some barra brava, man. Some barra brava, they were. <clears throat> some old school hooligans. You know, it, it happened for a bit where um, because you saw this like. Like mostly in the eighties and a bit of the nineties when you had this hooligan problem and and um you know the the old trust would meet before the game or after the game and just you know took it out you know some old fashioned fisty cups and and that was just some of the thing you know that was like part of the whole the whole culture of that. Yeah, the hooligans. There's a pretty good movie uh, called uh, Green Street Hooligans. If you guys can find it, I, I recommend it. And it kind of, you know, but but that 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 culture is not it's not so much. It kind of got eradic- eradicated. As as uh, they make football more expensive, they priced out the hooligans, man. You know, no more cheap seats. Um, but but with with the rise of a lot of fan groups in the U.S. And a lot of these guys grew up just like watching old videos or 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 hearing about that, and and they were trying to recreate. They were trying to recreate some of that, but it's like it, it's not going to work in the U.S. You know, all these teams are too far apart. Very few teams are close. So it's it's not you don't get the same. You know, it's not like you have four or five other teams close by that you travel and then you, you know, you you could just beef it up with them. So yeah, it's 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 kind of dumb, but whatever, man. To each their own, chickies. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, that was a Russell the a Russell tweet on uh, the New York Red Bulls. Are you gonna point? Are you gonna put a flag over there? Yeah, because they had like a flag, one of that New York uh, fan group, and the flag was using some. Uh, they had they had this. Skull and crossbones that the that one of the Nazi, uh, I think the SS or something from the Nazis would use, and and they had they had that as, as like in one of the flags. <laughs> yeah. Um. One other thing that uh. 
I guess since we're on the topic, things are coming to mind of MLS and uh, Conca Champions. Just got close a little bit, but uh, um, uh, a former player for the U.S. national team made a comment about the uh, MLS versus uh, League MX, talking about uh, what is okay Taylor Twelman. He says, "Yeah, about five years MLS has grown." to levels that many of us thought was 10 to 15 years down the road. I don't understand that. Like in five years, did the MLS grow 10 to 15 years down the road, 10 years ago or five years ago, people were saying MLS in 10 years was going to win the, was going to be greater than like Europe <laughs> and U.S. was going to win the World Cup. And then it says, and then it goes like, why does MLS struggle still remains? Well, 2019 to the year of a massive physical, a philosophical change, but he was talking about the uh, the the MLS schedule that they're barely starting. Uh, starting the there's they're two they're two games into their schedule while Liga MX is uh, ten games. In, yeah, you know, running. Well, we, Chiki, you, you, don't you listen to the podcast way? We, <laughs> we talked about that here. We but talked I don't about that as an excuse, man. I don't see well, that as valid. Well, I mean, they do it to themselves because if the league wanted to, they could change the calendar and so that it could line up to some of these international tournaments. But they're trying to not compete with the other, uh, you know, like pointy ball and some of these other sports. But it's like, uh, to me, it's stupid because, um, you know, you're not going to win over those fans. So who who cares, you know? Well, I'm saying that if if the roles were reverse, if Liga MX um, was in week one and MLS was in week 10 and Champions League or CONCACAF started, I think Liga MX would still, teams would still beat them. There would be well, no change. Yeah, well, you know, because cause, um, that's the other thing that, that like MLS shoots itself in the foot because they have some rules like the the, they have the the rules with the um, how much you could spend, how much the teams could spend on salary. You know, they have their wage cap, and so th- that means like like Tigres, I think Tigres' wages, what they pay is like three times as much as uh, yeah, whatever team they're playing, uh, and so that that that's always going to be a a handicap. But I mean, again, they they do it to themselves. And uh, but but the league the league does it for for you know they have a reason behind it and that's because they they're still trying to establish themselves um, they, they're still trying to grow so they they just they can't go all out yet and and they would because because most most teams they just lose money you know very very few teams are gonna turn a profit. Something's funny, man. Uh, it's in the it's a Fight Club type of thing. I can't I can't say it on the air. Oh, Fight Club, it's, damn! It's, re, it's related to uh, uh, Pichichi. <laughs> and Pichichi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but see that that's with this league because uh, you know things that we forget because this league when it started 
it was given like like uh, the consensus was that it was going to fold within ten years, and then it managed to survive, and then um, and then they were they were also in uh, trouble folding, and then Chuck Blazer ended up helping them with a uh, with TV contract, like he used the World Cup to land MLS a TV a TV contract. So I mean, uh, the league has struggled, you know. But but at the same time, they they they've been making inroads to try to like establish themselves. It, it's been an uphill battle for them, just because uh, the league is just getting started, and and it was not that old, you know, twenty something years old. What is it, Chiquis? You're better at me than math. They started in '96, um, so so yeah, they they still have a long way to go. But I mean, for the league that just started. And then football just became more available. You could turn on the TV and you could follow the whole season of La Liga or EPL, any team, and then Champions League, and you have all those games available. And you know that that just it hurts them as well because people see those games and then they compare it to to MLS. Rigo, Rigo might come on. I sent him an invite. Yes, we we could we could talk about he's he's our chi hermano, and uh, he lives in New York. Maybe he could talk to us about Energy FC. And yeah, he went to the game. He went to the first leg with. Uh, what is Eugene. that? Are you listening to to metal or something? Wait, somebody must have entered. That sounds like Stone Cold. It was Stone Cold. What's up, guys? He's drinking both lights. Drinking some I, I just uh, I was just finished wrapping up with uh, the Eagle Eye guys. They send their regards. Oh yeah, like the Lannisters. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, we have we have Doble Clasico. Uh, that was a hell of a game on by uh, Santos and and Red Bulls. Uh, Are you still in New York? Yeah, I'm in New York. I uh, I went to the, I went to the first leg. I was covering it for FMF State of Mind, and uh, I for sure did not think that Red Bulls were going to make a game out of it. That's what I, I was saying, man. That's what I was. That's what I was wondering. Oh, I think I replied to you just now. Yeah, yeah I, I, saw, I saw your preview. I saw your preview actually, uh, and uh, and I know that one of the concerns was it was the cold. Yeah, going up because because it gets hot it in was... La Comarca, and and then it was. And yeah, and I saw you. You were. You I was were, bundled up. Were, yeah. It was freezing. It was it was it was freezing in in New York. So I I definitely thought that that was going to affect them. But I know I know we were talking about it earlier with with, with Beto. Um, I do think that the 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 lack of play for these MLS teams kind of creeps up on them because I mean Red Bulls Red Bulls came out very flat against Santos in the. In the first leg, um, and Santos came ready to play. They like 
Gallito was out there with short sleeves practicing, and and, and they came ready to play, and, and they won that first leg two zero. And I thought this is this is over. This is Santos hasn't lost, I think since like twenty seventeen or something like that in, in La Comarca, some something ridiculous yeah. like that, something ridiculous like that. I was like, you know, um, I'm, I for sure, I thought they were just going to walk right all over them. So to see Red Bulls come out and go up two zero for the first half, I was like, wow, I was, this game is going to go to penalty kicks. But it seemed like after the first goal from Santos, they kind of just, they broke down. They didn't know what to do. After- yeah. And Santos remembered it was a real game. They, yeah. They thought no. they were scrimmaging. And, you know, that, I mean, I thought that's a good result for, for Santos. And it, it was a fun game to watch. And at least it wasn't like they ran all over them right from the beginning. They kind of they play a little bit of cat and mouse with them. They they let them they let them you know come into the game and then and then you know at the end they slept on their throats, which is what, 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 what they should do. I think I think we should just like the whole Taylor Twelman uh, video of his excuses and all that stuff or valid points whatever. <laughs> uh, I think they should just all cancel out because we could make the excuse well Mexico can't play in the cold, like from Columbus history. But they went up to New York and they did well. Uh, but then the second leg, the, and it, it's not a history of like all these CONCACAF tournaments where Mexican teams just stomp all over them. I think in the past few years, Mexican teams uh, make it uh, make it close. And some have even lost, like Toluca lost and got eliminated. Uh, last year, uh, Tigres got eliminated. and I forget who else. So last year, MLS did pretty well. And I think but that happens think, every year, even though they're just barely starting their league. They're just barely. I don't. I don't find that as a valid excuse anymore. But do, do you think that the Mexican teams lose from take, from a lack of taking the, the tournament seriously? Because Theodore is going to take the, that match against Toronto serious until the second leg when they were down. Yeah, um, I, I don't think they take. I don't think they don't take the tournament seriously. I think they don't take MLS seriously. They think they're going to go and run them over. Yeah, with 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 a B squad, and it doesn't happen no. because because you know MLS is taking it seriously. But I do think the lack of of, of playing for these teams with this, with the schedule definitely affects them. Um, and and I get it. I get you can't really change the schedule because if you move the, if you move the tournament like to start like in a couple of weeks, then it interferes with, with Ligia for Mexico. Uh, and Mexico would never allow that. It just, but I do, I, I definitely think that the, that the schedule, the MLS teams not playing. Yeah, I think that, okay, I, I will say it does affect, but I don't think that that's, that's going to matter in, in the long run. One last point. One could say that the Liga MX teams are worrying about, uh, they're in the middle of, uh, of the Liga MX tournament, so they're worried about, you know, sending their top players for the weekend. And so, you know, they have to shuffle and see what players are going to send for the for these games. That could be a disadvantage or an excuse for Liga MX teams. And like I was telling Howell earlier, I think if roles were reversed and Liga MX were in week one and MLS were in week 10, I think Liga MX teams still, you know, the results are still the same. Elbow my way in there. Um, no, for 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 Liga MX teams, they make the most money off a of Liguilla. 
So that that's always going to be their priority. Uh, just qualifying to Liguilla and all that is is where they they come up. And so we've seen it uh, time and time again where they prioritize the 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 league over other tournaments, which which was a problem when they were competing in Libertadores. They would always teams would even send their B squads or under twenty three players to Libertadores games. And so that that's so I don't think it's the whole not taking uh, a league serious or, or anything. It's just that their priority is is the home tournament. Of course, if it, if the you know the role was reversed where they're making the most money off of this international competition, then you you know I, I bet they would care more about where they're going to get more money for being you know per match play and all that. I mean, I, I I do agree with you there, and so to a certain extent, they because they are prioritizing the Liga, they're taking the the Conca Champions lightly, um, and I think in them taking it lightly is where you see uh, MLS take advantage and win a game. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think like the thing with the Luca, I think the Luca is having a bad season. So I think that's just carrying over into uh, the other tournaments they play in. But I think like last season or last last Copa of the Champions was more teams taking the MLS teams lightly. And as the tournament progressed and the MLS teams became more informed, particularly Toronto, it just... It was a combination of both things. It was one team was getting better as the season progressed, and the other t- and the MLS and the Mexican teams were taking the, the tournament lately. Hello, I'm here. So I thought it sounded like like the car dropped. Was Beto still there? I think I think his he didn't pay his internet man. But oh. you, you know, just go, going on 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 taking it serious to me, Tigres. I, I believe Tigres is taking it very serious. I, just because they want to go play uh, the club's World Cup. Yeah. And and with with Tuca, just because they came very close, you know, they they came very close with the Libertadores final, and then they haven't. And they've never won this before. Yeah, and uh, just to win it, and with Tuca leaving in 2020, he's retiring. And then they have Guignac, who I think they want. They want some type of international title right there, just to just to close that, you know, that era. I think these three teams. I think Monterrey. I think um, Santos, and I think Tigres are taking it. They're, they're taking it serious. I mean, we saw what Monterrey went and did to Atlanta in Atlanta. In Atlanta, no, in uh, in Monterrey. Um, so I definitely think they're taking it serious. Yeah, it, it should be once once these Mexican teams meet each other, it should be some intense games that we're, we're uh, we will be looking forward to. Damn. But what do you think about these uh, these uh, clasicos back to back? You know, for me, if I'm Chivas. I would throw the cup game. I know you're talking about going ham on both teams. I mean, on both matches, but I would, I would put all my eggs in the Liga basket 
just because you can't afford to miss a, a third Liguilla. Team's already in eighth right now, tied in points with my problem, four other teams. My problem with not going ham on both is if you lose one, right? Yes. And then you go to the Liguilla game and you lose that one, now you just now you just fucked yourself. Particularly, yeah. Car- particularly Cardoso. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who I think, if he loses both, he's he's out the door. He might not be out the door after the game, but I think he's out the door after the season. After, yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't qualify to Liguilla, I could see him. It seems that when they brought in Leaño, yeah, for the youth, a lot of people were saying that you know, the table's been set, and as soon as he, as soon as Cardoso messes up. This guy's just gonna, you know, slide in and take over the, take over the the team. Yeah, so, I think I think they're definitely setting it up for him to take over the team. I, I don't know enough about him to to judge him, but I mean, I think Cardoso was put in a position to fail from the beginning. Yeah, and he's I think he's a limited coach. I don't think he's he's a good tactical coach. Um, yeah, he hasn't been around that long. Like, I don't think he's been at a club long enough, you know, to set something up. He was like, how is man? That team was a disaster. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with with um, with the Luca, he had he had a really good roster. Yeah. And I mean, say what you want, but in Liga MX, having a good roster goes a long way. I mean, look at Chivas now. You you added three players, and the team. Looked completely yeah. different. Yeah, and and even then, uh, you know, they're not that strong. I would say I'll put them strong enough to to go in like at the bottom to qualify Liguilla, like in eighth. You know. Yeah. But I just, I, I they still to me they're not that strong, and there's not that much depth in the squad. There isn't. There isn't. There's it's, it's there's minimal. There's like no depth in the squad. But I think. That's where a good coach tactically can make up for it, and that's where I think that Cardoso lacks. Yeah, there's, there's he, been because there's been games where he just makes terrible subs. I, I mean, about to go there. <laughs> uh, I mean, not, there hasn't been games. Almost all the games, even the games that we've won. Um, Beto sounds mad for. <laughs> His locks aren't pretty either. What happened? You what? Locks. His goldie locks aren't pretty. You guys can hear me? Yeah, that's a poquito poquito lejos. Yeah. I said said his his locks aren't as pretty either, so he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt like another coach would have. Well, you know, wait. John was here briefly. It looks like he couldn't establish connection. I saw John Jaku and then he, he disappeared. Oh, yeah. He must be celebrating that Pumas win. Uh, no, but, but Cardoso has been getting a lot of flack. He, he's been getting, and he's been questioned a lot about his, his cambios. And, uh, they were attacking him in one of the last pressers uh, after the Querétaro game. They were like, hey, people are saying, I don't even sound like some type some journalist would say. They're just saying people are saying <laughs> like were you interviewing fans outside of the stadium? Um 
but yeah, they 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 were they were just on him over that. But he he's I think he's very diplomatic, and uh, I, I hope he takes the team to Liguilla, man. For Liguillas, it's, it's embarrassing for a team like Chivas it to is. miss out on on four. It's just no excuse there, man. I but I, I do think Liguillas. I mean, that, I think the only way he should stay is if he wins no, the I championship. Agree. If he wins the championship, I just don't. I don't mean. Like he's he was a great player, nothing against him, but I just don't think he's a good coach. Like I don't, I don't, and I think he is handicapping the team. I mean, again, like we've said, the team isn't the strongest team in the league, and nor do they have the depth. But they should be at least. There, there, there's been there's been three games that we should have won this season that we had a, we had a draw, and if we had won those games, we'd be in a lot better position. Even this past week, had we won, we'd be in fourth. But we yeah, lost to Warren Ace. No, uh, you mean Queretaro was a zero zero draw. Yeah. If we had won, we would we, we would have been in we would have been yeah. in in uh third. Sec fourth, fourth. Yeah, and, and these next matches are gonna be quite difficult. Yeah. She was gonna go on a, it's gonna be a rough a rough calendario. Uh, but I'm holding out that they could at least hold on to that eighth place. I hope so too. I mean, you know, Chivas in the Liga is 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 big for for the league all around. We bring the ratings, um, but I mean, just as a Chivas fan, I feel like we need Liga. It's been a while. I'm trying to trying to answer Ron on Twitter right now, but <laughs> Chikis, are you still there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, let me read what Ron is saying. What is he saying? He says it's an excuse that the calendar never favored Liga MX to compete in Copa Sudamericana and Copa Libertadores, but Liga MX has had had favorable had favorable tournaments. The problem with MLS goes far beyond calendar; it lacks coaching. Hmm. And uh, I, I do think that I, I do think a team that plays no preseason and plays one. The regular season game, and then goes to play an international tournament versus a, a team that's already, you know, within its season. I think I think there's there are some advantages there. Yeah, I would I would agree though, but I don't I don't see that advantage as any anything changing. Like I mentioned earlier, and he brings up a good point about uh, South America teams, South American tournaments. I mean, I, I I've always I always it was always a thing. The South American South Americans try to. To purposely, you know, put us at a disadvantage on purpose. I I yeah. don't think I don't think that that is happening here. I don't think that Mexico is trying to put MLS at a disadvantage. I just think that because of both the because of the tour of the Mexican league and the way it's structured, and the MLS league and the way it's structured, it puts. It, it's always going to put one of them at a disadvantage, and for right now, it's MLS. Uh, besides Mexico being the powerhouse financially, it, it 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 puts MLS at a disadvantage. But I don't think they're purposely going out of their way to do it the way that the South American tournaments yeah. were doing it. Because US US is part of Concacaf, Mexico yeah. is not part of Conmebol. Yeah. But I, no, I was going towards his uh, his lack of lack of coaching, and I think Juan brought it up as well. The the salary cap. I think MLS just is not on the on the level of coaching. It's not on the level of homegrown American players, 
not even foreign players, although they've improved recently. Uh, the, the, the quality and the depth is still not there as it was um, years ago. So, so they're not going to get these results. Even if, like I said, even if the result, even if the schedules were changed or in reverse, uh, I think Liga MX still still dominates and still ends up pulling through. Oh, not yeah. dominates because there's always dangerous games and some teams will lose. But oh, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Play. I definitely agree. I think I think the coaching isn't there yet, but I think it's getting there for MLS. Obviously, Mexico has advantage there because we've just been a, a league that's been, you know, more successful for longer. Um, but I, I do think that MLS is getting there with the new coaches that are that they're bringing in. Yeah, uh, well, the, the Mexico's national team coach came from MLS. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't made there, but I mean, the fact that they landed someone like Tata, it just says how uh, a lot of the teams have been are, are working that angle now. No, I mean, I I do think MLS is going in the right direction. They're just they're not there yet. Will they ever catch up? Probably not. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, at least not to the level where it's consistent the way Mexico has been doing it. Uh, where you where you say that they are the dominant league, but um, I think they're they're definitely they're definitely working towards that. The only the only way I see MLS bypassing and becoming the dominant league is if no Americans are on their lineup. If they have no, like they're going to have to struggle and get a. Uh, like a no, like a foreigner rule or anything like that, because they're going to have to have eleven foreigners on the field for them to, and the bench for them to even compete. I think they're, I think they're starting to pull more of the foreigners that from South America. Yeah, that's what they're going to need. And like, like PT. Yeah, and I mean PT is huge. Like that, they, they got him from River Plate, and he didn't go to a Mexican team or Europe. Um, and I think I think they're starting to notice that they're starting to notice that you know what, getting the European guy isn't what we should be doing. We should be getting the South American guy who we can get for cheap, and it's going to give us it's going to be talented, and maybe then they make the jump elsewhere. Um, the same way, same thing that Mexico does. I think I think they're they're heading in the right direction, MLS. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they cut their restrictions, uh, salary cap, and all that. So, uh, it, it's just going to be slow. You know, it's it's been a uh, slow for them. But I, I think leading into the World Cup, that that the U.S. will host. I think if that if that builds more interest in the league and more momentum, I, I think then you could see you could see where they they widen the salary cap and things like that. You know, it's it's. Yeah, I think. I, I think no, with the, the TV, they've been lacking because a lot of their stadiums, okay. you know, with the, yeah, with a lot of their teams, they have they have good attendance, but what they've been lacking is is a, a proper TV deal. To me, just they're 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 backwards. Um, schedule is part of what doesn't help the the TV stuff. Along with the fact that, along with the fact that American commentators are just boring, yeah. uh, but but to the average American, soccer is boring. So that's 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 I think the root of everything. But you'd be surprised. I mean, like when I lived in Orlando, it was huge. I think it's just I think certain markets like the South apparently does very well for MLS. Uh, 
you would think, you know, Florida is a, you know, football country. Um, but Orlando City always packs it out. Atlanta United always packs it out. Um, I think it's just certain markets where they just do better in those markets. I mean, I mean, here in New York, Red Bull Arena, I don't think it's ever filled up. And it's one of the nicer stadiums I've ever been to. Um, New York City... New York City plays in a baseball stadium, so that's terrible. I, I, I refuse yeah. to go there. I refuse to go there. Like nobody wants to watch soccer in a baseball stadium. Um, but I mean, I, was, <laughs> I mean, you look at you look at LAFC. They they pack it out. Uh, Galaxy does a good job packing it out. I feel like certain pockets of the country are very much into the MLS movement. Maybe not so much watching it on TV, but definitely attending the arena and watching the games. Yeah, there's a certain culture that I think that's growing. Well, yeah, well, that's that's why the World Cup could be very important. Um, you know, it it helps helps build more um, awareness for the sport, uh, just more excitement. Just even with with Mexico, it, how much it helped hosting two World Cups uh, in in a short amount of time, 1970, 86. So I, I do think. Having having another World Cup, especially now with, with the league more established and they're, what they're going to be at what thirty thirty two teams I think MLS by by the time the World Cup is hosted here, um, so I, I do think that that could that could well I mean I think they're they're betting on that to to help improve the league. Yeah, no, I, I think think the World Cup is definitely going to be a big. Big help, just for yeah, because because you, you're getting a whole generation now that's kind of grown up on the MLS teams, and especially yeah. if you live, especially if you live in those towns, like that's the team that you root for. Like you're fine. Your MLS is finally getting what like Liga MX has always had, which is like generational fandom. Yeah, yes, and uh, you know, but but also also. Um, I think it's also going to be important for the U.S. to do good. You know, uh, they don't have to win it, but if they could get pretty far up there, quinto partido, semifinals, something like that, I think that would that would help immensely. Just, just the talk of quinto partido gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Mexico will get quinto partido once we get to that 48-team World Cup, man. <laughs> They'll be playing India or it's Pakistan crazy. or some team like that. It's crazy. The World Cup feels like it was so long ago, and yeah. it was literally it was literally like seven months ago. Well, seven months? It, no, a little bit yeah, more, maybe. Yeah, I don't even feel like seven. Yeah. No, I mean it was what July, so maybe like nine months, but still, it was it it feels like it was forever ago. I mean, no. I mean, Osorio's already been fired twice. <laughs> he did, man. He did. That's wow. Wasn't he like bri- wasn't he bribing uh wasn't he bribing players over at uh in, in Paraguay or something like that? No, I I I think what it I think what it was that one of the big promoters over there just never wanted him and he started like he started this whole campaign against him, 
and and anything he did, it was just negative. So I think he went to see his son play in Argentina, uh, and then they were like, they were just putting all this stuff about him, and I think he was like, "Oh man, f this," and he threw in the towel. And he's he's got that FMF money, man. I think he left with like two million or something like that. Yeah, I I, I don't know where he's going next, but I can see him coming to MLS actually. Yeah, coming back. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 true. No, I I mean I did hear something along the lines of, of the bribes, but I. And that could have just been like the, the whole campaign that was against him. Yeah, I heard that he was like, they were paying players to play or something like that. I don't know. It's funny because I just finished watching Cuervos. And that takes place in Cuervos. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, maybe it is, maybe it is true. Damn. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Cuervos. Well, yeah. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Cuervos, and I haven't seen GOT, man. Wait. Are you living under a rock? Is that... <laughs> yeah, I'm purpose, purposely. Stop, stop, wrestling, stop wrestling with men and get in front of the television. <laughs> <laughs> stop rolling around with men. Yes. Stop rubbing your, stop rubbing your ears together. Oh, man. <laughs> and lucky Ron isn't here to make his, his crude comment. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I was very hesitant on Cuervos. And I finally gave it a chance. And uh, it was really good. It was really good. And they definitely... I'm surprised. I'm surprised they make that show in Mexico with, you know, how many shots they take at the league and and at, at the government. Because, I mean, they talk about the government. They talk about government corruption. They talk about the league corruption. They talk about Pacto Caballeros. Um, a lot. They they make fun of, like, the whole Televisa, TV Azteca. Um, uh, whole debacle with with uh, um, the TV rights for the World Cup. Like, when Pachuca was had brought in another... Um, TV provider to take over the rights and last minute, like Chivas backed the Avisa or shut that. Like they bring all that stuff is brought up. They bring up the players that go to Europe and then come back because they want to be in the national team, stuff like that. So I thought, I think it's a, it's a really good show with a little, with a little bit of comedy. And then God, well, God's amazing. I can't believe you don't watch God. Well, I'm watching it. I'm watching uh, um, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, Grey's, Anat- <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is another good show too. I I could probably do an open heart surgery because I've watched twelve seasons. Um, but no, God, God, God is amazing. Oh man, wait till you get season four. You're definitely gonna cry in season four. We'll see. Wait, are you just like choosing not to see it, or you just never got around to it? No, I just I don't have a you know real interest in seeing it. Are you not into sci-fi? Yeah, I, I mean, I am, but I I just haven't you know been pushed. Like I haven't I haven't seen something like oh let me, let me go check it out. 
nothing like uh, I'm not trying to uh, what do you call it not watch it or anything but... you ever watch Lord of the Rings yeah Oh, yeah, like, did, you, did, like, did you enjoy Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I like the third Lord of the Rings. That's good. Oh, you, you would enjoy Game of Thrones. Yeah, I would. But I think it's like, look like what I was say. If you're Cantina, man, it's like mandatory watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when it's, you know. It, it, yeah, it, you could, you could, it's funny how, how much shots they took at the league and, and they, they, they made fun of a lot of stuff early on in the the first seasons. Uh, they made fun of like Chivas and Querétaro and and stuff like that. And and you see the similarities. Yeah, you definitely see like you're definitely like oh this is this is like when like Pulido left to Europe or this is like like I when, said when, they, when, when Ronaldinho you know that the yeah, Ronaldinho when, when when Querétaro brought in Ronaldinho and and. Uh, they have the same where they bring Aitor, who <laughs> yeah. was also from Barcelona. That, that was just funny. Nah, it's a good show, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drop though, because it's late right, on the on the west on the east coast, and I have to stay up late tomorrow to watch the Classico, and I'm gonna be tired by. The oh time man, that's Thursday, right. By the time Thursday that's rolls right. around. Yeah, they're playing at eleven. Eleven. Uh, Eleven at night. Eleven at night, East Coast time. Wait, Guadalajara would be what, like seven or eight? It'll probably be eight, nine, eight or nine, nine. o'clock. Because they don't change hour hey, until. Hey, Rigo. Yeah. Just drink a chiva cola, man. That that will keep you up. <laughs> Do they still make it? The <laughs> chiva It's it's like the Chernobyl drink. I'm pretty sure Rigo's got a lifetime supply over there in, in New York in, in his fridge, so. I, I wish I... I mean, I, I think I have a few left over from when they first came out. It's like illegal. It had plomo, dude. What? Clembuterol, <laughs> dude. <laughs> 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 he was kidding. He was kidding, all like, all yoked up, all buff. That's no. in the wire. I wonder if putting up career numbers at 38, you know? He's <laughs> 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 like, I'm so All right, guys. I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, man. Good having right. you again, man. Right. Yeah, definitely. I'll be back soon. Later. All right. What's up, bro? Later. Peace. Hey, uh, isn't there isn't there three Chivas games, three Clásicos going on? Three. Don't don't what we do have a Copa? Don't, isn't Copa Max Ida y Vuelta? Yeah, yeah. Three. It'll be three in total. You're right. Okay. And 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 the the Clásico in Liga is when this weekend. Yes, sir. Oh shoot! So in th- in two weeks, there's three games, there's three classicals. Back Not to bad. back to back. Not bad. Yes, just what the cup needed. Uh, we we've been talking about how the Copa MX has been gaining momentum. You know, teams didn't care much for it, but this, with games like this, it's it's becoming more more attractive. I think uh, Chivas winning it with uh, Under Almeida kind of. Raised the profile a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, we was a doblete, you know. I, I think yeah. it, it raised the level, and hello. Yeah, man. You, you could, yeah. You cut off 
Okay. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I think not just Chivas winning it, but the doblete, and then just how the fans were celebrating it, you know, because it was. It, did you did you run out to Huntington Park, Jolie? I didn't. So wave, wave your Chivas flag and honk. honk. Ah, no, I didn't. I I, cars up. <laughs> I, fl- I wanted to a, a police a police cruiser. <laughs> it, it's cool. It's going good, profe. You've been MIA. Yeah, man. I, I heard you've been taking Zumba classes, and that's why you haven't been I mean, available for the part. You've been taking Zumba classes? That's what we heard, man. He's like, profe does Zumba. No, man. He does hot Zumba, like... <laughs> Like hot yoga, but it's in the, in the leotard, right? Yeah, you get all sweaty and. Oh. <laughs> no, no, man. It's just the, the show starts. Uh, I'm actually my practice finishes or, or starts right when the show uh, um, starts. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, so, and if if I stay late, I have to, you know, like addressing something with a parent or or, or so on. So on, I you know I don't have a chance to jump on. You know, yeah, profe, profe, and and me, we uh, we might be going to to San Diego, uh, in to watch the Mexico game. We applied. When did you apply, profe? Uh, I applied today. uh, Yeah, same here. Same yeah, here. Okay. I am taking take the. How long does it take to A couple of days depends. Usually, like four days. Okay. Um, so yeah, we might be doing the road trip, profe. And we had gone to Vegas. When was that? Like two years ago. Yeah, man. That was uh, that was at the height of uh, of uh, the one v one. And it was. It was at the peak of, it, of its power, you know. It was at the peak of it, um, but yeah, we're hoping to go and catch up with some of the other guys that are going to be there. Um, <clears throat> go meet up with with the Pasión crew and some of the other some of the other guys from the the competencia. We saw Tom, uh, Profes' favorite. John. Oh, dude. Uh, and, uh, you know what? Uh, when we were in Vegas, we saw Tom. He was uh, he was pretty lights out, man. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is inside info I should reveal. Dos, dos por, dos por chismoso, yo, este, yeah. profe. We're gonna give you dos por chismoso. Minutes uh, with Toronto, but you guys win in my apron. 
I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, Jolie, we did the we did the Rose Bowl two games right before the despedida, right? The, the we did the what? Remember, we went to the. It was it wasn't it the Rose Bowl? Or what game did we go to in uh, in? Uh, yeah, it was the Rose Bowl. Oh yeah, that's right. We were at the Rose Bowl. I had to tweet yeah. and and Profe was giving me a hard time for not analyzing the game. He's like, you're not analyzing the game. And I was like, well, I have to be making some clever tweets here. And I, it takes it takes from, from keeping an eye on the players. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that day, Profe. I remember, I remember getting like scolded. I, I think it was like you that went off, dude, that day, right? He went off? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, went, he scored a You know, he had a good game that day. Oh, okay. I, I don't even remember who played. I'll be honest. I was there for the chicken tendies, and I had to make some tweets, and I, I wasn't even paying attention. Uh, we, were late for the, we were late for the for the lunch they served there. That's why. Oh, that was that one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I missed out. Yeah, God we damn it! I think we got like uh, some sodas or something, you know? Yeah. It's warm, warm sodas. Hopefully this doesn't happen again, Profe. It's much further now. No, so much well, further. We we gotta leave early, man. If if you don't leave before midday, uh, you know we won't make you, it. We gotta leave like at noon, the latest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. I could do that. Is uh, it, it, uh, Ronaldo De Luna, Beto, or, or or John meeting us up there, or Rigo? No, not none of them, man. What about Dan? Dan Preciado, that's right in his backyard, man. It is, but he's been MIA too. He's he's also a coach. He also coaching youth. Oh, he's a prophet. Yeah, he's a prophet. But I think, I think he's at the like the under ten level or something like that. No, yeah, under six. (laughs) He's he's like that video. Did did you see that video where the? Where it's a kid's dad and he's standing by the porteria and they're attacking. You know, the other team's is coming to attack and his kid is like looking off into the crowd and they shoot at goal and the dad pushes the kid so he could do the save. <laughs> you, no, you guys I, didn't I see know. that? It's, it's I, like a little kid. Maybe I, maybe I saw back. <laughs> he gives him a shove. I might have to yeah. link it up. He gives him a shove and the kid goes flying and he actually blocks the ball, but it it bounces off of him and then some other kid scores. Yeah, <laughs> I I think so. Then there's the one of that kid uh, blasting the ball into all the players. Oh, that was yeah, that was from the Prophet School of Football. Exactly, man. From the school of defending, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we've been here quite a while, man. You want to give any? Pro, profe always, he always comes at closing time. Siempre llega a barrer. Um, we. <laughs> I'm not there to, to play the Vicente Fernandez. Nah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the close. <laughs> but close any thoughts on the? And we forgot to ask Rigo this. But any thoughts on the call up, on Tata's first? list or anything you're looking forward to from these two games against Chile and Paraguay? 
you know, the first thing that surprised me was Gallito Vasquez on the list because uh, there was like a, you know, kind of a, a bit of a debate, you know, amongst the pundits whether Gallito was worth calling under Osorio. Remember that he didn't fit the, the Juan Carlos Osorio's uh, yeah. system. Which, uh, you know, Tata Martino, he's going to implement. Uh, so, uh, you know, to me, it just, it made sense to include a, a very high-energy uh, player in, in Gallito, who was having a, a great season, you know, so I'm glad to see him back, and I'm glad to, uh, and hopefully he vindicates uh, himself, and he, he shows why he should have been called up, uh, uh, you know, previously, and I think, uh, isn't John on record saying, uh, hey, uh, Gallito outplayed uh, some pretty high-profile game uh, guys in Brazil, right? Yes, uh, Croatia. Uh, yeah, the Croatia game especially. Rakitic and Modric. Yeah, and, and, and if he would have, if he would have been, and he was suspended for the Netherlands game, so um, had he not been suspended, otro gallo les cantara, right? Yeah, very. It could that could have very well been the case. I mean, Mexico was even leading at one point. Anyway, yeah. he, he's one of those players that would have made a big difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting the, the, the team overall uh, under Tata to, to kick it off well. I mean, Paraguay is no joke, but uh, it's funny that Juan Carlos Osorio uh, fell on his own sword and uh, and resigned rather than, than face uh, an ass whooping, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I was, yeah, I, I was disappointed because I wanted... It was one of the matches I was looking forward to. I wanted to see Mexico play against against JCO, and and that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think uh, yeah that would have been a fun game to see uh, under JCO because Paraguay is not a not a shabby national team. They're you know they're a tough team, uh, but Mexico plays them well, so you know that's good. Uh, and then what? The next game is uh, Chile in, in Santa Clara. Yes. Uh, did you apply for that game? I, I, you know, I thought about applying, but it, no, I did it. It's, it. Yeah, it doesn't fit my schedule really. And uh, it's a, it's only a few days late, like, like four days later. Yeah, it's it's a, it's on a Tuesday, so it's kind of, you know, it's like a quick turnaround, and I'm, I, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm training, dude. I, you know, it's hard to me to take off that day, but I might. I think there's a game in June in in Texas, right? Is that the Beto? Yeah, there's in Dallas. I'm not going to. The, I don't think I'll make it to that one, but I'm trying to go to the da- uh, Atlanta one. I actually got approved for it already. I'm gonna be traveling oh. and making the big. My brother lives in Atlanta, yeah. so I'm gonna try to go there. Double, double. So yeah, two birds, one stone, huh? Yeah, I have a nice. free room to stay. Hey, I was I was in Mexico last week, guys. I you know, I, I made like. Uh, Are you visiting Pachuca again? No, no, no. I didn't go to. <laughs> I, went, I went to Polanco. Uh, well, okay. I, I wasn't there to, to go to Polanco, but I, I went to uh, uh, this museum. I had I had like a taxi driver. He was kind of like my uh, taxi driver slash tour guide, and so he told me about this uh, museum. It's pretty crazy. Uh, 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 and it's right, like, I guess it's right at the edge of Polanco, which is supposed to be, like, the, the Beverly Hills of, of, of Mexico City, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, it, Carlos Slim Zones. It's called Sumaya. Um, but I was actually there, guys, on like a religious uh, pilgrimage. You know, I went to the, you know, with respect to everybody's religions. I want, I, you know, but I was there for for religious purpose. So it was actually it was interesting, man. Oh really? Yeah. That's the, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, just to mention, you guys, the minute I walked out of the church, I heard lightning and I saw, you know, I, I, heard, I heard thunder and I saw lightning. So I don't know. <laughs> what was you don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was struck or if it was like, all right, it was either of like, I'm going to kick your ass some more or it was like a, like a forgiveness. Okay, you, 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 you know. <laughs> prophet worshiping the, the Aztec gods. No. <laughs> maybe you didn't do the right sacrifice way. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I should have brought something for Tlaloc, the, the rain god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it was crazy. It was it was cool. It was, you know. Yeah, but that's where I was, guys. And actually, right before I had a tournament in Vegas, you guys didn't cover it, man. What's up? Oh, shoot. I'm in Vegas you, right now, you man. You didn't tell us, man. We, we didn't even know. Oh, shit. You, you need to promote it better. Yeah, man. I suck at promoting. Yeah, I'll be in Mexico City in uh, April. And, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be going to the Pumas to the game in the Azteca. So we'll see how empty the stadium really is. <laughs> is it pretty empty? Yeah, for Cruz Azul, they haven't been doing good, at, uh, especially in that huge stadium. Yeah, but for Cruz Azul, yeah, the fans have abandoned it a bit. They've been yeah. disappointed. What's up with those guys? Where you know, are they gonna fire? Uh, what's his face? Caixinha. That's that's yeah. He's been on the on the ropes. Well, what's up with the golden boy uh, Belize, man? I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. He's he seems to have taken the back seat this season. Hasn't been in the forefront as much, so I don't know what's going on. I've I've heard some rumors that he he wasn't getting along with um with uh, Billy with El Billy Alvarez. Um, but who knows, man? Who knows what's going on over there? You know, who knows what's what's truly going on? Uh, one thing to keep in mind: he did not he did not choose Caixinha. That coach was already there when he arrived, so that could be, you know, maybe they don't get along anymore. Uh, I know one of the last games. I don't know the reason because I didn't see it, but the one before Atlas, when they were at home. That he wasn't, you know, that he would always see the games with, you know, with the squad in, in the in the box with the with the coach, and that in one of those last games he was he was not there. He was in the pre- he was up there with the with the owners and stuff. So who knows if if he had a falling out with Caixinha, where the you know Portuguese must have been like, hey, step off, I got this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um. I watched uh, some of the Liga MX games this weekend. I saw a little bit of the Pumas uh, when they were getting their ass handed to them, and they came back. Right when I started watching, they came back. So you know, Beto and and, and John, if you're listening, uh, you know, I'll, I'll accept uh, you know gift certificates, uh, you know, uh, and I and I'll keep watching because right. I guess I'm a, like a lucky charm for them. Did you watch uh, 
you didn't watch them play uh uh Dorados though, did you? Uh fuck, who were they playing? You know, I I saw them this weekend, dude. They were losing like three zero or two zero. And they came back and yeah, they, they tied played, it. They played Dorados just now. They beat them three zero in Copa Mex. Who who won? Pumas. Oh, see? See I got I got the I got the trend started for you guys. They turned it around. <laughs> under under my watch. No, I was actually I, I just finished practice, so I jumped on as soon as I was able to uh jump on and talk to you guys uh a little bit. Bueno pues, bueno pues, chavos, I, I have to get going. Right. Me voy porque me pegan. We will close the podcast then. Thanks for coming on, Juan. All right. And Juan. Yeah, awesome, man. Glad we'll to talk be back. to everybody later. Glad to be back after a big MIA. Back to another yeah. six months off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we might, uh, well, I don't know. It might be good to. Maybe go on tomorrow again. Maybe after the oh, well, after or during, or during whatever. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could do during. I'll, I'll be on the field. I'll be on the field. But if I can, if I can make it, I'll, I'll try to make you're, it. You're gonna miss the game, profe. Like, uh, shouldn't it be, yeah. shouldn't it be mandatory watching for your kids? Like, hey, you guys have to watch this game and learn. We gotta watch you know, <laughs> learn when to dive and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> see I, what. I, Believe it or not, these guys are, are, are going, are 11, they're 10 going on 11, and some are already 11 going on 12. Uh, I, I do show them film, but of themselves right now, you know. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. But no, Jolie, I, I don't because Cardoxo, you know, I, I <laughs> his style doesn't mesh with me. You know? Oh, you know, I was actually nah. watching. I know we're done, but I just quick thought. I, I was watching the the Luca uh, play, and they were, they, you know, they got some promise. I saw some some passing combinations. They just you mean they, they, they now with Bigoton? Yeah, with Bigoton. Under Bigoton. Yeah. Yeah, I think one more year under Bigoton. You know, him implementing his system. You know, there, there's some potential there, but they were they were really ki- getting killed on the wings. Um, Ouch. You know, but I think with with some time he can implement that if if he can survive this this season. You know. Yes, I'm sure he will. Because you know, I'm sure he will. He can't do worse than what the team was doing. Under with, uh, huh? Yeah, with Renan. And actually, I was thinking while I was watching them that they were, if they wanted immediate results, they should have gone with like a Chepo. I think he would have stepped in and kind of organized the defense better, and uh, you know, just close up. That is his point. Hmm? That is his point. Defense is one of his best. Yeah, that's the oh yeah, strengths. I'm sorry, his his forte, my friend. Yes, is a French <laughs> it's a French word. Que no sea la escuela, no, forte, wait, forte. Oh, or or say in Spanish, es su fuerte. <laughs> yeah, that's why well, I was in between. Yeah, I was in between. Like, Wait a minute, what the fuck is Jolie saying? Oh, excuse my language. We don't cuss, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Earmuffs, I was going to bring out my dictionary. ¿Qué dice? ¿Son Reeboks o son Nikes? Yeah, but see, you understood. You, you no, knew I, that guy was talking about the rhythm of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs>
that was funny, man. I wonder if it was scripted. No, <laughs> I don't there's think... actual actual calling. So for those that don't know, there's a clip of a it's like a Latin America a radio calling, and some guy calls in and he's asking for a song, and he's like, "Do you guys have a song that says Son Son Reeboks or Son Nike?" And he has to say it like five times until the one of the one of the radio hosts uh, finally knows what he's talking about. You, you gotta find it and play it next time. Yeah. Find, so find we're gonna, hey, but but that's making fun of me, way. You can play it when I'm not there, way. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, más porque soy you're, you're in the joke. You're, you're in the joke. It's okay. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 God, dang. Careful, careful. careful. <laughs> Eso me pasa por no irme, sí, I stay. And... La carrilla ya pasó. Y, y abusa. Sí, güey, ya. Yeah. Right. No, I, I have to get going now. Ahora sí, chavos. Uh, All right. Uh, tomorrow, hopefully, we could, we could continue this. If not, if not, there'll be another, another classic or another game. All right, ladies. All right, then. All right. See you guys later. All right. Good night, guys.